Hello, Seasons Podcast listeners. I hope that y'all are doing so amazing. And if you're not, there's still time. So don't fret, okay? Uh, I hope that you all are enjoying our Love and Marriage series that we've been doing for February and closing out here in March. We have two more left. And this moment is titled, Love Sees No Color. And so in that, it's like nothing's more complex, different, or downright scary than love that is considered forbidden or in some cases even taboo. And although we've come a long way when it comes to love and relationships, one area that I feel is rarely talked about transparently is the love between an interracial couple. And a lot has changed since the 1970, the 1967 ruling of Loving versus Virginia, where in that it became legal for interracial couples to marry. But has it really become, you know, a normal thing? Because it's deep, deep seated prejudices, I feel still remain. And we've gone through a lot of things these last few years when it comes to stuff like that. But I don't think people really talk about being an interracial couple. And so today, we have the opportunity to talk with two beautiful people that I have known. One I've known since I was four, the other one in my adulthood. And I mean, they're they're an amazing couple in living a lovely interracial marriage and in this 2022 year. And so, you know, the similarities and the differences, the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly and everything in between, you know, everybody has different experiences. And so you get to hear from my amazing friends, Lindsay and Gerald Purify. So are y'all ready to dig in? Let's go. So welcome to Seasons, Lindsay and Gerald. Thank you for joining Thank you. Thank you. All right. And so uh, because our listeners can't see you guys, just allow me to state the facts that Lindsay is a beautiful, is it white woman or Caucasian? I, I don't, I mean, I'm white. I don't know. What? what? Whichever one you want. <laughs> it doesn't offend me. And, Whichever. And Gerald is a handsome black man. Right? Yep. Gerald? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, and so... Together, they are Lindsay and Gerald Purify. They're my family. They're my friends. They're yes. I love them, I love them a lot. Um, oh, we love you too. So let's get into this, guys. Because first of all, Gerald was supposed to be on my podcast a while ago. I'm just going <laughs> to put out there, and he bailed on me. So now, wait. Oh, look, really? Can't see his face. No, he didn't bail on me. It was like. I got sick, he got sick, the kids got sick, everybody got sick, and then it just didn't happen. So he didn't technically bail. You didn't technically bail, Gerald. But you know what? I know. 
y'all are gonna learn drill today on this. Show. <laughs> yeah, um, be prepared. So be prepared. Don't but behave. I'm so glad that you guys are both on here together. It just makes yeah. us better. Okay. So let's start with where you both grew up. We are both born and raised in San Luis Obispo. Like, have you ever lived anywhere else? I mean, my parents were divorced, so I live like on the weekends with my dad in Shell Beach, but no, we were both born and raised in Slow. So not out of state, nothing, none of that. No. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I moved when I was 16. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I tried to block that out. My mom moved, um, to Kentucky after my sophomore year of high school and I was there for six months until I moved like right back. Got it. So were you like for those that don't know San Luis Obispo is like a college town. It's mm-hmm. beaches, wine and just stuff of that nature. Um, so it's not like we're I wouldn't call us urban or rural. I mean there's there's rural areas but that's not where we live. Yeah or we're somewhere kind of in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, growing up, being that we do live on the central coast, you see all sorts of things out here. But where were you guys Did you grow up seeing interracial couples in your community? Was it allowed? Did your family, how your, how your family dynamics when it came to that? Mm. You want to go? I didn't grow up seeing interracial couples. I grew up seeing white people I was the only black kid in a lot of my classes Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't until I started getting heavy into sports and then having to like when I would join like traveling teams and go inner city and other states then I started to really see like a lot more blacks but overall it wasn't I mean being here in church there used to be like three dominant black churches in this area. Mm-hmm. And so, and we would all like get together and congregate when we weren't in service as well. So that was kind of like my whole um, <clears throat> black community growing up. Yeah. I don't remember seeing a lot of interracial couples growing up here. I feel like slow in the 80s and 90s was predominantly white. It's mm-hmm. the most multiracial now, I think. Um, and we even comment sometimes like, oh, there's another black family or, you know, like we yeah. see more um, we see more multiracial people uh, more now than uh, growing up. It was majority white people, I think. I think I- it's less. I think it's less blacks in the area now mm. than there ever has been. Yeah. I feel like, though, when you travel, because they live in San Luis Obispo, California. I live in Paso Robles, California, which Mm -hmm. is like 45 minutes away, an hour away. And when you transition from South, or I consider you guys South County, when you transition Mm -hmm. from South County to North County, there's a significantly um, huge difference in racial whatever. It's majority white where you live more than it would be here. Right. right now mm-hmm. yeah. but growing up no there wasn't a ton of I, I don't remember like a first time that I saw a multiracial couple but mm-hmm. I don't remember it being like predominant something I don't remember it yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I can attest to the being the only black kid in your class like that but Gerald did you feel weird about that though not at all 
Not at all. I, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it in a way because it was just like just me and maybe mm-hmm. another one, maybe. But I mean, I didn't really it didn't bother me too much until they started asking weird questions. But um, <laughs> so had either of you dated people of other races prior to meeting each other? Yes. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> some of these y'all, I know the answers to some of these questions because I done known these people forever. But um, so Gerald, let's have you have you ever dated inside your race? Yes. Like a handful of times, or are the majority is out of, outside of being black? Um, majority is outside. Yeah. And Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? Um, no. No, you've never dated a white guy? No. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Lindsay, have you just always dated black guys? Um, or like biracial. Mm-hmm. But, um, but majority, yes. Yeah. Okay, so then here's my question to you, Lindsay. Why? I don't think we've ever had y'all. We've never had this conversation. We've had some deep conversations, but I don't think I've ever asked you how come you how come you like black guys or how come you aren't attracted to white men. You know, I don't, I don't have like one specific answer except for that I've just always been attracted to black men. Always since I was very little, I remember being attracted to black men. I, I don't know. It's but you didn't grow up with them. No. But my first black boyfriend, I was like 12. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know that you would really consider a boyfriend-girlfriend. We said that we were, but we were 12, you know? Yeah. But um, no, I've never... I've just always been attracted to black men. I don't know what else to say besides that. There's a lot of attributes that I feel with white men that I don't like mesh with I don't know how to say it with like being politically correct right it's just I don't know yeah and Gerald why why um I mean in talking to some of my brothers I can kind of figure it out but I'd like to hear it from you why you don't (laughs) and you go with what you think you figured out and then I'll tell you (laughs) well I won't say which brother but y'all both know him. He always says that I ruined it for him. Like, me and mom ruined it, like, for him wanting to be in a relationship with a Black woman. Like, we had too much attitude. We we did too many things. The hair situation, like, it was just too much for him. (laughs) Like, I don't need all that. So let me just find somebody a little more simple. That's less expensive. <laughs> Interesting. I've heard that before too, but that was not my my reason. I don't necessarily have like I have to be with this type. Mm-hmm. It's just however the cards fell. That's how they fell, and that's who I ended up with. All right, all right. Um, and so you guys found each other. So did y'all? So I think. It's safe to say this that you what you guys said it's not your first relationship outside of um other relationships that you had you had other relationships with other races aside right. from your own um but tell me about your previous relationship 
Uh. <laughs> both of you have been married before, right? Y- yes. This is our second marriage for both of us. Y'all need to tell me every single thing about it. We don't, we don't need to know all the details. <clears throat> but, like, Lindsay, you've been married before. And yes. Lindsay, older than Jill, too, right? No, I'm five months younger. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really thought you were older than Gerald. No, I'm five months younger. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can so edit that out. Gerald, what? I really, you know what though? It's probably because you're so mature. Thank you. You're more mature than Gerald. Good cover. <laughs> <laughs> right? I really did think that you were older than him. But anyways, okay. So. <clears throat> Um, you were married before, Lindsay. Were you married? You were married to a black guy? I was married to a black guy, yeah. Yeah. And how long were you married? Um, well, it was pretty whirlwind. We married really fast. I was very young. He was four years older than I was. Um, but I turned 23 in November, and that January we were married. And we'd only been dating (laughs) since that, like, September. Oh, wow. So we got married really fast. Um, Needless to say, I was young. We didn't know each other that well. Um, And there was a lot of underlying stuff for both of us that um, it just, it was just too much. But we, we, basically, Mm -hmm. in total. Mm -hmm. And then you got divorced. And then we got divorced. No kids. Um... Divorce and how was that? Okay, and Gerald, you were married. How long were you married? Um, four years. And do you have and any two kids? And two kids, yeah. <clears throat> so then three years and two kids. Three years, <laughs> two kids. Uh, so how soon after each of your divorces did you guys meet? Well, Gerald and I. It's, it, we have a hard time pinpointing like when we actually met. Um, mm-hmm. We we were in the same kindergarten class, which we didn't find out until we were dating. Aww. And then because of the church scene, so Gerald obviously grew <clears throat> up in church, and I did not, but I joined a what most of us would say is a black church um, mm-hmm. when I was seventeen. And so, you know, second services and whatnot, we would see each other. And so at some point, I remember that we would like wave to each other sometimes and be like, hey, how are you? And that was it. So I don't know a time that we actually like stopped and met. Like, hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm Gerald. Right. Um, he did invite me to uh, um, a, a release party. Yeah. In the beginning of 2011. Um which I actually like Which came for home. her and her husband. <laughs> yeah, I actually came home with a pamphlet. Like, should we go to this? <laughs> and we were we talked about going, and then we didn't end up going. But um, so comfortable enough like that to say hi for him to stop at work where I work to say like, hey, you know, come see this. But um, later that year when we were both separated, he was separated for almost a year, and I was separated for. I don't know. Where, where five, do you work? Seven, five do you months. Work at? Starbucks. Okay. I just don't want to make it sound like I went there just to stop. No, no. Me. He was like, 
No, he didn't like seek me out Girl, to invite if me. You did. It was okay, but I well, mean, no, it wasn't okay because she was married. She was married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. was. I didn't Gerald. take it like that. It was not. It's just. It was, was Gerald giving, like networking out. You know I what I mean? Giving yeah. it to everybody. Yeah, but right. but comfortable enough to be like, hey, like, how are you? How's life? Like, you should come to this. It was like that. It wasn't. It was very like informal. It was not like he was coming to see me at work. Yet, um, but at the end of of 2011, I had gone out with a bunch of friends for my 27th birthday, and he was downtown. And, um, we, I was kind of surprised to see him because I didn't grow up in church. So I didn't, I mean, I wasn't like a church girl my whole life. Um, but I kind of thought he was like, you know, so to see him downtown at the club, I was kind of excited. I'm like, what are you doing here? Um, we danced that night. We... I don't know. I feel like I remember us dancing a lot, but I know I danced with a lot of people that night. So um, I was single and it was my birthday and I was celebrating. And really from there on out, we started talking right after that and we never stopped. Nice. And so who made the first move, Gerald? Well, I told her, I think that night I was like, hey, you should take my number down or take my number and she tried to come with this like, <laughs> slick like response like she was a boss I don't take numbers no I didn't say that, that. Lindsay, I didn't say that <laughs> so, I said you should take my number you should so call me she gave me her number uh-huh. but she didn't take my number down <laughs> <laughs> so then what happened you at the end of the night you guys you and your friend were... We walked away, and I was with um, my one of my best um, now husband. And we walked away, and I was like, shoot, what if he never calls me? I didn't get his number. And my friend's now husband said, oh, he's going to call you. And literally, we were like two blocks away, and he called me. Hey, <laughs> so... girl, you couldn't have waited the next day at least? No. Is that, is that a rule? <laughs> he said, I want you to have my number. You didn't take my number. Here's my number. Yeah, uh, I need to be explained what the rules are in like. <laughs> well, it's dating. too late now. It don't matter. <laughs> I mean, right? normally it's like you let them sweat a little bit. Like, are they really going to call me? That way, when you do call, they're excited uh, because play they play some games. I was excited, even though it was only a couple blocks away. I was excited. <clears throat> all down the street, still on the. Phone. I was really. I was just down the street. We we're still walking home. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so. What did I say? I called you. I said, this is so you have my number. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Uh, we talked like the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so, I mean, Lindsay, I'll ask you this question. Was it love at first sight? Uh, you know, I I don't believe in love at first sight. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm sure you could be infatuated at first sight. You could be in lust at first sight. I was, I was 100% attracted to him. And I wouldn't say that I had like butterflies, but I was immediately like interested. I really, I just, I, I was automatically like magnetized towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it felt comfortable to me, but I really don't believe that you can like love somebody <laughs> when you very first lay eyes, lay eyes, lay eyes on them. So, okay, no, <laughs> <laughs> I actually agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, and I don't think Daryl believes in love at first sight either. 
No, nah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindsay, what was it that was your first impression of Gerald? Like, what <laughs> that you were like, yes, he's attractive or whatever you said? Well, I was physically attracted to him. Um, but was it the hair? Oh, it's just the whole package. I think it was short. I was wearing hats all the time. Yeah. Some people thought I was bald and I had to, you know, I'm not, I'm not bald. He's not bald. I don't know. I just, it was kind of the whole package. She's, yeah. I need a man that's like definitely bigger than me, like wrap you up, you know? Mm-hmm. He felt really like, I would say right now he's home to me. Mm-hmm. But and has been obviously for many, many years. But even at first, I was very comfortable with him like right away in a way that I had never felt with anybody. I felt I like I could trust what he said. I didn't feel like I was competing. I didn't. I just felt like it was just me and him. It was really weird when we first started dating. We literally were like in this little tunnel vision world where it was like nobody else existed. It was it was was it not? You can't, yeah, you can't uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We're like, not we're like on a Zoom call as well, and so like I'm looking at her, and so she sees me nodding. But yes, you are you are correct. Yeah. And so, Gerald, what was your first impression of Lindsay? Your <clears throat> truthful one. You can be truthful, Gerald. Um, so this is the thing. Like, so first, rewinding back, like you know, I had to. I believe in um, the power of discovery, right? So basically in the sense of I'm not going to be like, hey, this is me. This is what I do. This is what I got. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. to start bragging about myself in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So I played on a basketball team with her best friend's now husband mm-hmm. and she came to the game. So power discovery. She got to see me hoop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> and, then, and then later on that night, uh, with one of my boys, I used to go down downtown karaoke, and she ended up coming. You she, invited me to come. Okay, cool, perfect. <laughs> I invited her to come, but we were just hanging. She didn't know I was gonna get on the mic. She got to see, you know, <laughs> see me do what I do. <laughs> and then, I th- I think that same night I went across the street to Open Jam <laughs> and play some drums, and she got to see me do what I do there. Right? Power of discovery. I didn't okay. just trace. You know what I'm saying? That's but, a good thing. For me, I never heard of that, but that might work for a lot of people. Power of discovery. I didn't know he did. I didn't know he like planned that out. I mean, I didn't. I was gonna do it anyway. If you were gonna be there or not, I was gonna go anyway. But um, the thing that really like did it for me was this might be getting ahead, but I don't know. Would we consider this our first date, Firestone? Yeah. Sure. So, House of Prayer played downtown at Farmers Market. And then later on that night, she met up with me at Firestone and we had dinner, right? Mm -hmm. But at that time, we had a conversation and that's when I was like, all right, I want to spend more time with this girl because basically we just got to it. All right, I know you're married. I know you're married. I know you're divorced. You're divorced. What happened? And so we were able to like, really just like be honest with each other and then in the midst of that we were able to say this is what I like this is what I don't like this is what I'm willing to do with this is what I'm not can you do it can you do it yes yes all right you know what I mean so yeah um 
that was, I think that was really cool because that kind of um, <laughs> removed a lot of like extracurricular games if that if that yeah. makes sense well, yeah this is our second marriage we knew like going into it we've we've been through situations that we do not want to go like we don't want to experience that again mm-hmm. are you that kind of person or are you different yeah yeah we sat and talked i think for like four hours that like at dinner yeah that's good though i mean transparency just lay it out lay all the cards out on the table so you know what you're getting and you can make your decision from there. So after that uh, first date at Firestone Grill with the amazing tri-tip sandwiches and salads. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we had steak cob salads. We got that tonight, too. We do. <laughs> first of our spot. Uh, did you all decide from then that you were going to be dating each other exclusively and become a couple? Um, I don't, was it? It was, I don't think it was that, that day, but that was literally... We... For my birthday, we had gone out, not together, but we had seen each other downtown on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Monday, I went to his basketball game, and all then we went downtown yep. for all that other stuff. Then that Thursday, so we talked, I think, like, every other day, because I remember being at work and telling my friend, like, I miss him when it's, like, we didn't want it, we didn't know, like, you know, should we call every day? We were both thinking the same thing, but neither of us had said that. Right. Um and I told my friend, I miss, I miss him. Like I want to talk to him every day. And she's like, so hit him up every day. And so I did. Or and then we started talking every day. And then that Thursday, so it wasn't even a week that Thursday. And I want to say it was then that weekend. But um, even then, like, even from that Thursday, we still stayed consistently right. talking to each other. You know. Well, we decided like that. I think that <clears throat> following week, we'd only been talking for like a week when we decided. We told each other, I really like you do you want to be exclusive and like see where this goes because i'm not like you know we both knew that we had want that we wanted somebody that could be committed and loyal and be in a relationship we weren't looking to like play games um and since we were both on that same page it was only right that we respected each other and were exclusive to see you know is this something that could work for us or not and mm-hmm. so we were exclusive for i think it was like a week into like when i saw him on my birthday you know so was it's it pretty fast in your when you said he um you guys ended up talking every day so like it was i mean i think it was different for us back in our day versus now but it wasn't mm-hmm. like texting it was like actual verbal conversation right yeah because i don't think we we didn't really do the texting thing we would text we would text but it would be like we had to text because we were at work yeah too. we were at work uh, so we would like talk throughout the day so we would text <laughs> and then we wanted, we were, we were both were busy. I worked full time. He worked, he had, you know, we were both had, were busy, but, um, Agape's Christmas concert was going on at that time. And so he would always that was come another, over after rehearsal. That was another dis- power discovery right there. <laughs> power, power discovery. Okay. Let's just put it out there. Gerald can sing. Gerald can dance. Gerald can play the <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be telling all these people. Gerald can have good attributes. Gerald. Same. I, look. <laughs> If you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, all I did was stand up there and move my hands, right? I had to learn the song like everybody else. <laughs> but to everybody in the crowd, I looked like, oh, this conductor or, right. <laughs> you know, right. director. Yeah. It really was not that serious, but that's how people took it. <laughs> it was fun. Okay, so how did your families react to the news? Because, one, Gerald's family, they there's interracial marriages within his family. Uh, is there Lindsay? Mm, no. <clears throat> so 
Gerald's my family's husband. a lot smaller than Gerald's, but um, but no. So how did that go? Um, one because you want to go first, church goer, <laughs> right? So that's. Well. One. But the second thing is you're white. So how did they react to that? Well, her family had no issues with me because somebody had already paid the way for me. <laughs> <laughs> my family, my family already knows about me. They already know. They don't. Right. We grew up. My parents were very open-minded. Um, we were very aware that people are different, no matter what it is, financially, you know, jobs, race. It didn't matter, and. Um, my parents were very open to you just treat everybody with respect, period. Right. So there was no there. We didn't have big race talks in our family. Like you need to, you know, do this or don't do this. It was just understood and taught that everybody is equal to you. It doesn't matter what they look like or what they do. Um, so we were taught that. But my family had has no qualms with um, color. Mm-hmm. It's more how does this treat person treat you where how were you guys together and i was coming out of a marriage that was not good on a large level and there was lots of drama and lots of issues so they as soon as they met i would say that my grandma was the most apprehensive about gerald just period being a man not just like are you are you sure about this person are you ready for this you know um, I don't think my family had no issues with him being black, period. I think they expect it. <laughs> Let me back up a little bit because being that you mentioned that your first marriage was kind of sucky. Um, yeah. How did you know? I mean, it's kind of, well, I don't know. Was it hard <clears throat> to not, not stereotype and be like, okay, I'm about to get into this relationship with another black guy. Is he going to be? No. No. I don't stereotype people like that. No, he that was a very unique, different situation. There was a lot of um, he was a army war vet from Iraq, Afghanistan. There was lots of PTSD. Um, I did not know how to navigate through that. Um, There's very good times and very bad times, but not a bad person, just not a good match. Our trauma from childhood, I think, was what, you know, attracted us to each other. Yeah. And it was just blown wide open all the time. It was just, Gerald is so polar opposite from that. Yeah. Gerald was calming to me right away. He's very rational. Um, he he just balanced me so well right away. So, but it, but I wasn't worried because he was black, a black man. Yeah. No. And Gerald, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> doing it again for round two like Mm -hmm. were you skeptical like is she gonna turn crazy or you know nah um i think the the thing like i said going back to that first um date conversation um just putting out there because like what's that you said laying everything out on the table yeah yeah absolutely like on both sides you know so so that cleared your um, mind yeah, I think that was definitely what I needed to, you know, pursue and see if this is something that could work out, you know? Yeah. 
Our previous situations were very unique in that the people were very manipulative, liars in a lot of ways. Um, A lot of stuff that a lot of, uh, I would say, mental and emotional abuse. I'm trying to not be like super rude about it. And young minded, too. We were were young, you know. Shouldn't have been together. Like. Gerald should not have been in that relationship. I should not have been in the relationship. Basically, we knew at that point it taught us something. And like this was our, we really felt like this was our first real fair relationship that we. Well, a healthy one. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Gerald, how did your family respond when you were like, okay, this is Lindsay? They were cool. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys meet at the word bat? Concerts, all of them. Yeah, but your dad was not cool at first. I don't feel like. Remember? I think he was cool. How <laughs> Lindsay tell us? Uh, I introduced. So because I was coming out of a marriage, and I knew that they would probably feel some kind of way, and I really wanted pr- to protect what Gerald and I had, and I wanted to not introduce to family right away. I wanted to just like relish in in us together, which we did for a long time. Um, I didn't want to meet kids or anything until I knew like we've now spent a period of time together. We were committed to each other from the beginning, but I didn't, you know, want to introduce myself in ways that then I had to back out of just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, family wise, I knew that once I was in, that's it. I was in. So um, I don't think I met them until the summer of 2012. And they had a concert downtown. And I was so nervous <laughs> because he was playing. So I had to like walk up by myself, you know, like, oh, here I am. So obvious too. And um, his, his, I don't think I met your dad that day. But his mom was very sweet to me. And then there was another night where we were recording Gerald playing drums or something. I can't remember what we were doing. We were recording him in the church and nobody was there at his parents' church. But his dad came in and um, when he went to Lee, he said hello and whatnot. And I was just like, oh, no, you know, not that we were doing anything wrong, but I had just never met him yet. Right. And then when he goes to leave, um, I I tell him, like, hi, I'm Lindsay. And he looked at me and he said, we'll talk. And then he left really? the building. I was like, I told Gerald. Gerald's like, no. I was like, yes, he did. So um, my father-in-law is the sweetest. Like, that man would do anything for me. He loves me. I love him. But that very first time, I was like, oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Did your friends feel some type of way? Were they protective? I mean, I knew Jill, I've known Jill since I was four. So when Lindsay came along, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't ever remember formally meeting you or anything. You kind of just like, like appeared or is that? And this is, this is Lindsay and I've loved you ever since. I don't I think I ever not liked you. So, um, but did your guys' friends, were they, protective of you as far as Lindsay knowing what you had been through and just being like Lindsay make sure that this is the right thing type of stuff for sure it was more because of like this was going you know because we were both divorced rather than race Mm -hmm. I don't think any of our friends were like oh not another black man or oh I mean maybe somebody would make a comment here or there about or you're gonna be with another white girl but um I don't know. 
Oh, I didn't get that at all. No, it was more relationship-wise. And I remember you not grilling me, but asking me a couple times just some questions and you you were just being protective of him. And then we had a conversation and you're like, okay, I can tell this is totally different. I um, think I do remember that conversation. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I knew Gerald forever. So I know all yeah. that he'd been through and it, I was And like, you had been witness to so many of those negative things that you're like, he better not be like going back into a situation like that. But we are such polar opposites. Um, yeah. And I think you felt that right away mm-hmm. where you couldn't stand, you know, previously, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, but definitely, and it wasn't and yeah. just from a friend perspective, growing up with Gerald, he always, it was always the white girl. So, I, I mean, you know, I, that's what he liked. That's okay. As long as yeah. you're, you know, treat him correctly and aren't cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yes. So, I was fine with it. Yeah. And it was nice. She's, she looked out for him. She was protective of him and treated him right. So, I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, for sure. I didn't care that you're white. And Lindsay is not even, I mean, I wouldn't even categorize, I mean, yes, <laughs> being black is the skin color, okay, but there are certain characteristics that black people have that Lindsay has. And it's that <laughs> how it is so you know that's what I'm gonna leave that at um but have you guys ever experienced the negative side of being an interracial couple yes in this town it's it's not I feel like when we travel and we go somewhere that has more predominantly black people that we ultimately actually get more weird looks at that point um, than we do here. I've definitely here have had some um, some looks, mostly like old white men that just kind of give these looks. It hasn't happened in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen Gerald be, um, what's the word? Cause stereotyped, I guess, for being black. Um, and there's times where because like getting pulled over or something like that, he would get pulled over so many times in situations coming back from playing drums or things like that, even asked to get out of the car, like not doing anything wrong, completely sober, just got done working, mm-hmm. um, not speeding. Gerald literally drives like a grandpa and um, and gets pulled over. <laughs> oh, sorry. You have to apologize. Um, You're still living, right? but a lot of times like if I'm around or I'm in the car or anything like that it's almost like uh, we get a pass it's it's really sad but I have seen that many times in this area but I would say when we travel is where I see majority of where maybe I just notice it more but like I will get dirty looks Mm -hmm. from females Mm mm-hmm from black females. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I think um speaking on from a black female perspective, it's mm-hmm. like, I mean I don't have a problem with it. My brother is married to somebody that's not black. Actually, all my brothers are. Mm-hmm. Um and so, <laughs> and so um, it's like growing up grandparents cuz not even per se my parents cuz they weren't like that but their parents were like that so they instill that in us 
that the white woman is the enemy and just takes all of our men. Mm-hmm. And so we have to make sure that we're perfect, you know, our hair is straight, our, you know, whatever it is that we fight for our own black men type of thing. And I think that just comes from a slavery mentality from my perspective in talking with my grandmother and and her family about it. Um, and so it just kind of like trickles down and then you end up like that and you don't even know why, why you're like, like, why are you throwing shade? Like there's a million men in this world. Why do you care that this white woman's with the black guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other side of it is too, there are some white girls who are like, that's their token black guy type thing or vice versa the black guy's like, this is my token white, my trophy wife or whatever it is. And it's kind of like, okay, I don't really care. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I think society has made it um, look that way, like put it in a bad light. Does that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. We just genuinely fell in love with each other and we're really good match. Mm-hmm. We just are. And to me, yes, I'm attracted to black men. Um, but I'm attracted to other men as well. It's not that I'm only attracted to black men. Beautiful people are beautiful people, but Gerald and I just match up really well. It just happened that way. I think a huge part of it has to do with we grew up in the same town. In my previous relationship, we grew up in two totally, he was definitely urban from Oakland and um, a lot of different mindsets because of we grew up in such different areas Mm -hmm. were so different. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand. I get it. But, you know, I mean, this is my man. So. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell okay. you. <laughs> Girl, do you have anything to say? What's that? Do you have anything to say on the topic? Yeah. Uh, basically, what it comes down to overall, yeah, we grew up in the same area. It just comes down to choice. And I think our choice to wake up every day and not that we're perfect I mean you know we both get annoyed we both go through every healthy relationship struggle you know what I'm saying but um, trying to make the choice that like okay like yeah I may be irritated or I may not like that but I'm still committed to the commitment I made and I think that goes back to our, our conversation on our first date. Yeah. Yeah. So who said that they loved you? I love you first. Who said I love you first? I did. You did? I did. <laughs> he did. I knew she did though, but I did. <laughs> he knew I what I was like gonna say. Storyline behind like that there's something connected to you. Oh, we got lots I was of playing, stars, girl. I was playing drums at um this revival at uh um, Foursquare in Santa Maria. Uh-huh. And, you know, the, the preacher was up there doing a sermon for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> and she had been, she went back to Kentucky. No, I was at my sister. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. She went back to Kentucky. Um, my for grandfather gra- died. Grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. And so while the preacher is up there doing a sermon and feeling himself, you know. I walked out and called her, and we talked for a little bit. And um, then when she came back, I missed her. 
you know? And then when she came back, was it? We went out or something like that? And that's when I told you? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I said it first, but... We dated for, like, a month when... Hmm? You didn't say it in person. No, oh, yes, you did. I did. I did. Oh. I didn't tell her then. I waited until she got back, and then we had went out, and I told her, but she told me first... By her by the way, By the way, she yeah, her actions. What were her actions? She was giving me attention. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't have to persuade her in any kind of way to do it. Right. So, Lindsay, when he said he loved you, how'd that make you feel? Oh, good. It just reaffirmed how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. We dated, we were dating for December, and my papa passed away in the very beginning of January. And so I left for 10 days and we knew this is either going to kind of make it or break it. We're either going to be like, eh, it'll fizzle out. But we really did like each other. Like we liked each other a lot. So I didn't think it was going to fizzle out. But I thought, well, spending 10 days apart when we see each other like every day right in the beginning kind of is lame. But it was all but it was good for us because it gave us some distance to see. Mm-hmm. Um, do you really miss this person? Or are you just doing this like past time? Do you really miss this person? And um and, and I did. I missed him a lot. Oh, Yeah. So, Gerald, your favorite part of this conversation. <laughs> What's the favorite part of the conversation? Gerald, tell us one thing about Lindsay that literally melts your heart. <laughs> a puddle of goo. <laughs> uh, that is a horrible question. <laughs> he said this is a female conversation. Who, who talks like that? <laughs> Lauren. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Tell us, Gerald, what what about like, one thing that just makes your How about this? One thing that makes your heart beat for Lindsay. Is that better? Or one, is thing, it- one thing I love about Lindsay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's her attention to detail. Hmm. Example, please. Um, and the willingness to like, she's always trying to make sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So, real quick story. In August, I went to Vegas to play for someone, and that was just like a. It was a mess. The logistics about it was like, this is crazy, right? Uh huh. Um. Got an Airbnb, but apparently the Airbnb was being sold, so there's no furniture in there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not sleeping on an air mattress or whatever. And minutes later, she was like, I got your room. Oh. So like she- that that's like amazingly valuable. Like Yeah. Of course I I could have and would have. I've I've slept in worse, you know what I mean? But just the fact that she cared that much was like, look, I'm going to take care of it, boom. And she just... Yeah. And Lindsay, same question. Mm. One, I don't know that I can just say one thing. I'll do, you can say, say two things. <laughs> um, I feel like Gerald's loyalty to me is has just been the most precious thing to me in our relationship Mm -hmm. because it's not just I mean it's loyal on all levels he takes care of me he takes care of our kids he works hard 
He doesn't complain like like I do. He um he's he's just a good person and he's good to me. He wouldn't be good to anybody necessarily, but he's good to me because he came. And his loyalty to our commitment it, it has been huge. We just match each other's energy on that and um I feel like a lot of girls don't have that in life. Mhm. And in relationships that they would consider serious relationships. So I know I'm sitting like on a gold mine with him and I try to treat him as so, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And so who proposed to who? How did it go down? Paint us a picture of the proposal. I propose. (laughs) 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 Something special? Um... Did you have a ring? Yeah, he had a ring. Yeah, I had a ring. No one. Uh huh. It was real. It was, it was real. a cracker jack box. <laughs> hey, I don't know. No, it's real. Do I didn't do. Fit? I didn't do anything crazy special. Like once again, like we both been down this this road before, you know. Right. And and I mean, if this is getting ahead, but this is one thing I do love about like even our wedding day. I think we may have spent at the most like five hundred, six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I worked that day, mm-hmm. like earlier that day. <laughs> and because it's like, what? I mean, but Lindsay's not. Like, she's not. I mean, she likes nice things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying right. that. But absolutely. She, like, I don't feel like Lindsay. You need a whole bunch of stuff to make you happy. Mm-mm. I mean. We just really wanted it to be between him and I. And that's how our proposal was as well. We knew, I knew he was going to ask me. We'd already talked about very quickly that eventually we wanted to be married. Just, you know, I didn't know exactly when he was going to propose or anything like that. I knew he got my ring size. I knew he was looking. I knew I showed him like what rings I like. like... (laughs) But so I knew it was coming. Right. Um, you know, I almost appreciated that it was just more intimate. We were at home. It was just him and I when he proposed. And I almost appreciated that it was more intimate like that because I had a big to-do for my first proposal. And yeah. that, it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, right. And that's what I'm trying to speak to is, I mean, God bless everyone who does goes all out for weddings. That's great because that helps me out, you know? But why does it help you out, Gerald? Go ahead, give your plug. Why does it help you no, out? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but, we the people want to know. You have to fo- you have to follow finish the sentence. No, what I'm saying is I'm out because... I'm not speaking. People, please like <laughs> have big weddings. That's great. Because he'll DJ it. That's but, what he'll DJ. Play drum. He's in a bomb band. His band is really there's good. There's something that said like when. People are still paying for their wedding, but they're not even together anymore. Right. Or yeah. still paying for the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's what kind of like. We just didn't want to do that. I was about to go into nursing school. Um, we were working. We were young. We wanted to save money. We, we just matched up on all those things. Um, we really were just going to get married, him and I. But then we thought, no, we need to at least like invite our close family and friends. And so um, let's go into that because yeah. um, I was there, but the yes, people you were. weren't. <laughs> so, but who was it? The wedding. 
Wait, say that again. I said I was there, but the people listening weren't. Yes. So tell us how the wedding was. I, I loved it. It was um, small. It was in Shell Beach, California on our cliff. Um, it was in the winter, December 21st of 2013. And we tried to get close to sunset as we could. It was cold, um, but it was definitely tolerable. I think there was maybe, maybe like, how many people? 45 or so out of 60. I don't know. Um, It was very informal. We all came back to our house after and ate. And then we... um, a big group of people we got tables downtown and just went and celebrated i think i learned about Lindsay lemonade right oh sure (laughs) 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 Lindsay lemonades are legit talk about it (laughs) did you did you did you guys go out with us leilani was a baby no leilani was baby she was was two what she was one in 2013 she was one no, she was she yeah she was two because well she was one two. one she was one because yeah. one was born in 2014 so yeah uh-huh. wow yeah. that seems like it was so long ago it was so long ago <laughs> that was i mean larry and i didn't spend a lot of money on our wedding either like yeah. we had it at, on a friend's property and we did not spend that much money because what yeah. for I mean, well, it was my first marriage, but it's yeah. still like, why spend so much money on a wedding and invite all these people just to feed them? Like, it, yeah. it, you don't even talk to half of those people on a Stressful. It's, yeah. it's stressful. Super stressful. And so, did you guys go on honeymoon? No. Well. Not right away. Not right away, because she started nursing school. Um, so Literally, we, like, a week later, I started nursing we school. We went in May, I think Memorial, around Memorial weekend, Mm -hmm. or whatever your break was. Mm -hmm. And so, I think you guys mentioned it, but you guys lived together before you got married? Yes. How'd that work out? Great. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Gerald, how'd your family feel about that? Um, Never really talked about it like that, so I don't know. Yeah, your parents talk to us about it all the time. It was only his parents that would say anything. They did the same thing. And they wanted, they just wanted us to get married. Yeah. They did the same thing and they've been together for almost 40 years, right? Yeah, but you want your kids or to do better, you know? Right. Um, we weren't raised to live together before marriage. That's not something we were raised on. Just because our parents did doesn't mean that they wanted us to do it. Um, but like growing up now as an adult, I see the benefit. I'm not saying that I condone living together before marriage, but I do see how you can be like, okay, this just ain't gonna work. You know, well, that's that's and- the only way I feel like. <laughs> like I don't I, know if I can marry oh, somebody if- without cohabitating with them consistently. Wait, what'd you say? I don't know if I can marry somebody without living with them first. Yeah, you you learn a lot about a person, <clears throat> in, you know, living together. Right. So you went on a honeymoon after, a while afterward, you guys go? It was on a break. We went to Mexico. Oh, Was it fun? Yeah. It was our fun. First, our first cruise. Yeah, we, went, we took a cruise to Mexico. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It was fun. And then we went yeah. on a second one, and then we all went. Yeah. I remember. 
it's all coming back to me now. So how long have y'all been married now? We have been married eight years and together 10 mm-hmm. this last December. And word on the street is that you guys have three both <laughs> twins. We do. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank you. And Gerald, say thank you. Smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so let's this, oh, that's a whole other podcast. Let's talk about the twins. Okay. Yes. Um, Cameron and Olivia. So, yes. like, how's that going? <laughs> Extremely wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It's exhausting. Um, we have boy girl twins. <clears throat> There's such different personalities. Um, but Gerald and I are just committed to giving them the best that we can. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they, they run a large part of our lives. Obviously, they're only three years old. And um, the three-year-old mm-hmm. attitudes are kicking in strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're so special to us. We, as a unit, Gerald has obvi- Gerald has two kids from his previous relationship. And we, we knew that we always wanted to have kids of our own. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of being able to parent inside the home, have nobody else outside telling you what you can and can't do when you can see your kid, when you can't, when you can call and talk to them. This is just such a different parenting experience for Gerald. And these are my, um, first and only children. Mm -hmm. And, um, no, I'm no, (laughs) girl, no, um, but I feel like we're a pretty good little, like, unit, you know? We're really, um, we're close, the four of us. And um, thank God we have each other because it's it's really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so do people think that they're not your kids? Like, I mean, Olivia looks just like Gerald. Cameron looks yeah. to me. But do people think that they're not your kids? I don't know. Have you ever uh, run that? I haven't. I walk, well, in order for me to like, when I'm not at work, to like break do things, day. break the day up, talk to adults or whatever. <laughs> <Make phone calls. laughs> you know what I, mean? I take them out on walks all the time. So like everyone in the neighborhood around the park, they see me like almost every day. Yeah. Sometimes twice a day. And so they just kind of assume I get, oh, you're the best dad. You're a good dad, you know, type thing. Yeah. But I've never had anyone question whether or not they're mine or not, you know? Yeah. What about you, Lindsay? I don't... Nobody's ever, like, said anything to me. Um, I think that we have more of a shock factor that they're twins. We get a lot of comments about them being twins, and we have, especially when they were little, because when you're carrying two infants... Yeah. car seats around it's more obvious than like two toddlers you could you know you could i mean you could be babysitting no matter what but they're so they were so much more obviously twins when they were very little mm-hmm. um so i feel like we get a lot more of that right and yeah. so does it scare you at all just thinking about i mean the world that we live in it's not i mean if they were to go outside of their bubble 
it's not always going to be nice. Um, but does it scare you at all? Or are you prepared to help them face the things that they might face later on in life, being interracial kids and like handling those Karens? All right. I mean, I, I think it's scary regardless whether they're interracial or just regular kids the way the world is. And I mean, yeah, we chose to have them. But even then, you know, I still think that it's selfish on our part to uh, bring kids into a crazy world like this, you know? Yeah. I think I, I get concerned, I guess, with race because, you know, Gerald's told me many stories about growing up and, like, things that other kids would say to him or do to him because of his skin tone, even things that teachers would say. Um, here and there. Gerald has experienced a lot of racism, I think. He doesn't put a lot of time and energy into it. He definitely does not carry a victim mentality about any of it. So I feel like he's more... He comes across more nonchalant about it than he actually feels. Right. Um, But these kids have a really strong black man as their dad. And I am a strong female. And, I mean, I am white. So I think that we can give them... (laughs) (laughs) I just think that we can give them we're strong individuals we didn't we had them when we were older we were 34 I know that's not super old but we were 34 when they were born Mm -hmm. much more comfortable in our skin our beliefs um everything like that so I'm I'm fairly confident in us that they have that they hopefully lord willing will be fairly confident in themselves right that's something that was not instilled at least in me and i don't think in little gerald um was like self-worth self-esteem things like that that would really if somebody were to say something to you it would affect you differently if you didn't care like what people think about you so i'd really like to instill that in them when they're young we try um but it's the other things in life, the scary stuff in life that yeah. scares me about them. And I don't want them to get bullied or be the bully or, you know, it's those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. we'll always have their back. Yeah, I think it's just like a few like little things of like just being considerate, you know, of people mm-hmm. that go a long way. And then also knowing, <clears throat> I mean, I, I definitely run scenarios in my head when I go to certain places, like when we play, you know, at nightclubs or wherever else out of town, you know? And <clears throat> to other people, I may look like, oh, I'm somebody, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really not. But to them, they see, oh, you're on stage. Like, they kind of like see, oh, if they might have money. Like, I'm not balling like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so then that intrigues people. And then all it would take, like, I learned a long time ago um, from one of my youth pastors, never go alone with a female, right? Mm-hmm. Type thing, if that makes sense. You just see, like, because it has happened. Not to me, but I've seen, read it on the news or whatever. And just, like, someone thinks that you have money or whatever else, like, they could scheme whatever they want. If there's multiples of them they can make up a story now it's like your one word versus like theirs and like just a whole so like i know for my son i definitely want to teach him like 
these are some little things on basically how to, in a sense, play the game so that you have the best possible scenario of you succeeding yeah. in life, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And like for for me, I mean, I don't, my, my kids aren't interracial, but just being a black girl, you know, yeah. Once I, I feel like society is just going to look at them as black kids. They're not going to look at them as interracial or half white and half black. Like they just black kids, you know. Um, but there's so many things out there now, television wise, um, books mm-hmm. that that really help people to understand. Like you know, my daughter, Leilani, she'll, she'll be, she'll come home upset about her hair, you know, because Mm -hmm. they want to touch it and they want to, they don't understand why it's curly and, you know, um, things like that. And so there's different shows on TV now, which is great that they explain that stuff, like how to, (laughs) how to have a black friend, like they put bonnets on at night or, yeah different hair products um and just explaining to your daughter or son what it means to be black and not it's not something to be ashamed of but Mm -hmm. also thing both heritages you know definitely yeah we do books and shows and stuff like that i want to teach them from a young age that you're just who you are and it's a beautiful thing no matter what and everybody else just is who they are and they're beautiful just no matter what um, but I do know Gerald's older daughter, she, she gets her hair touched and stuff sometimes. And she gets little comments here and there. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else can be implemented, but they do. They, they, can, they do deal with it. Yeah. I think it's really up to people to, to educate their kids. And I mean, I never, I have friends of all nationalities and I mm-hmm. never... Um, there'd be times growing up, I'd be like, do you have questions for me? <laughs> you know, because I, I feel like it's it's not necessarily our obligation but they're they're not going to learn any other way unless we teach them you know like Mm -hmm. friends and the people we hang around and so that they know and so um I just feel like that's important oh for sure yeah representation is huge right Mm -hmm. yeah and they and they're not so I know that um a lot of mixed kids with black and white and with other things but I'm speaking on black and white because that's what um, our children are Mm -hmm. I know a lot of times they get stereotyped one way or the other if they're lighter skinned maybe you know or they're white or if they're a little bit darker or they have coarser hair they're just black right Um, but I really want them to know that they're both yeah you know what I mean and there's both they have culture and heritage that are different in in on both sides but equally as important in their life um so i don't know i just want them to grow up to be good people you know who are comfortable with themselves and proud of themselves but yeah so what's next for you two what's new on the horizon we're so busy (laughs) we have so much going on you're a nurse and what else uh-huh. Lindsay be hooking people up uh-huh. so I'm a registered nurse I work at a hospital and then I also work at a med spa so I <clears throat> inject um, Botox and whatnot like that I beautify you um, Gerald works full time we have two three year old twins obviously um, and he and full time band Gerald is full time drummer 
on top of work. So we're really just, in my opinion, I you, sh- you should speak on this one too, but we're really just trying to like further our careers. Mm-hmm. We are, um, we, we want to purchase a home, but we want to stay in this area and it is so <laughs> crazy expensive. Um, so we're trying to hold out. Uh-huh. I said, unless you're millionaires, that ain't happening. I know. Oh, no. It can't. It can't. And it will. Can't it's... live in San Luis Obispo. You got Girl, it. Girl, yes. <laughs> so Joe's been talking about this for years. Go to Napomo. Just go to Napomo, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're hoping that um, we're just we're just living life, you know. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, just trying to keep progressing and what we're doing and be the best people we can be the best fans we can be the best employees we can be the best (laughs) (laughs) everything we've exhausted over here (laughs) so last thing do you have any advice to give to couples aside from don't spend a lot of money on your wedding (laughs) how do you like interracial couples interracial couples you want me to go first or what <laughs> like staring um, at him. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't play into the victim mindset, you know, and um, <clears throat> stay committed to the duty that you took vows to. Um, you're not, you know. You ever seen those like little uh, stories of like the old man and his wife? One of them's like in the hospital bed. The other one's like like holding hands, you know, and one thing that, one thing that, uh, really, uh, I guess spoke to me was, uh, a question of like, how'd you guys stay in love so long, you know, type thing. And the response was, even when I wasn't in love with her, I still made a decision, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely something that I focus on, you know, just like, I'm committed to that duty. I mean, they say that like first marriage is 50%, divorce, second marriage is like even higher, right? You know? Um, <clears throat> and I feel like if we both just keep making the choice to do what we're doing, like we don't have to worry about that statistic. Yeah. Making a conscious effort to show up every day. That's just marriage. Yeah. 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 And being in long term relationships, like, We've been together 10 years, so there's obviously times where you're like, I cannot stand this person right now. And other times where you're just head over heels in love, it it all comes away with marriage, you know? Yeah. It comes and goes. But, uh, but we've never wanted to walk away from each other, and we've never not been committed to each other. Um, we've stayed very, like, loyal and steady through and through. And, I mean... As far as interracial couples, in my opinion, is I really feel like people should be with who they want to be with. Um, I would not, this may not be popular opinion, but I would have dropped friends. I would have probably not spoken to family members um, if they didn't want me to be with Gerald. At the end of the day, this man black or whatever but this man has had my back he has helped me to be like my real authentic self um 
He supports me in whatever I want to do. He trusts me. I'm allowed to just be me. Um, and if somebody had an issue with that because of his skin color, I, I, I mean, I would not have cared to drop that person. This is the only person I've been able to count on consistently, no matter what, in the last 10 years. And we know that about each other. At the end of the day, we only have each other. Um, and that's just how we operate, whether it's that we're interracial or we're just husband and wife. Um, so I, I don't know. I wouldn't. You know, it's interesting when you said that, I thought about it. The only people that make a deal about this interracial thing are those that are not in relationships. <laughs> those that aren't married. Like, yeah, <laughs> misery loves company. That's true. So I'm going to give you my misery any way I can. Mm hmm. I agree. Yeah. We've lucked out. Friends and family have been very supportive. Obviously, we've proven through at least a decade of tests of time. Um, Lord, let us live. I mean, hopefully for, you know, we very much look forward to when we have our kids being able to be a little bit more like self-sufficient. Kind of Girls like move out. <laughs> yes, for Gerald. Yes. I don't want the time to go by too fast, but, you know. Even through having twins, um, that could have torn us apart as well, just because it's 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 such a shock to the system having two kids at once, the exact same age. The like it's right. it's a struggle bus a lot. It's a huge blessing. We love them so much, but it is a struggle a lot. Um, we don't want to take care of them by ourselves. Together, you're stupid. <laughs> That's not why we stay together, but it is such a, you know, we lean on each other with them too. But we look forward to the day where we can, we know at the end of the day, these kids, we're going to raise these kids. They're going to grow up. They're going to move out. And we still want to be together. Yeah. You still want to know each other. Exactly. And so we make that cautious effort to spend time, like as as busy as we are, sometimes we have to pencil it in, like, don't forget we're doing this this night or let's not do anything. Let's like go get in bed and watch movies like we because, you know, all we used to have was time together. We were together seven years before we had um, kids together. And um, so, yeah, anybody that's in an interracial relationship, I would say if if that person is a good match for you, then like stick with it. Right. If somebody's giving you flack about the color of their skin, that's ridiculous. It is. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, I just want to thank you guys for taking the time to be on seasons and be about your relationships, difficulties, and the highs of your marriage. And I appreciate your transparency and just helping our listeners get a glimpse of the beauty and the struggle of life, love, interracial love. Real love, whatever. Yes. You call it. <laughs> yes. Um, and I just, I love y'all, and I wish you nothing but love, peace, and soul. Cause Lindsay got soul, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> got soul. Um, and just as you guys just continue to build your lives together and your family and stuff like that. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. And just remember, like, true love comes in all shapes sizes and colors yes it does and see y'all later bye-bye